The shortest war in history was between Britain and Zanzibar on August 27, 1896. Zanzibar surrendered after 38 minutes. This is Simple Joe for Thursday, September 21st, 2023. minutes what did they do hit him with a rock or something <laughs> wow i wonder if it was just some kind of standoff to see who blinked right that would be a good interesting story uh for one podcast episode just to dig a little deeper into the shortest war in history 38 minutes between britain and zanzibar come on zanzibar you could have at least lasted an hour right my gosh my wife and i have fought for <laughs> what seemed like days This is a whole war was done in 38 minutes. Well, hello, my friend. I'm Simple Joe. I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad we are here together. My wife and I haven't fought for days at a time, a few hours maybe, but not days. (laughs) Well, today we're going to hear the weather in Black Mountain, North Carolina. It's Thursday, so it's the day, day for random questions. That's the day that I grab questions off the internet at random, just to see how I do, answering off the cuff, off the top of my head, from the hip, improvisationally, whatever you want to call it, just to answer random questions. So Thursday's random questions is today. The day is here. And of course, the often requested and the very popular, much, much more. So for my friends in or near Black Mountain, North Carolina, you're going to see a high of 73 degrees today and a low of 55 with partly sunny skies. About the same thing tomorrow, Friday, 72 and 53 with partly sunny skies and more partly sunny skies on Saturday, 72 and 54. So very consistent weather over the next three days. Black Mountain, 73 today, 72 tomorrow, 72 on Saturday with partly sunny skies all three days. Gorgeous, gorgeous weather. Thank you so much for listening, Black Mountain. I certainly appreciate you and I am grateful that you are there. Here in Cincinnati, Ohio, we're going to see a high of 84 degrees and a low of 59 today. Tomorrow, Friday, 85 and 58, and Saturday, full-on sunshine, 81 and 55. So partly sunny skies today, 84. Friday, tomorrow, 85, partly sunny skies, and full-on, just glowing, glowing sunshine, 81 and 55 on Saturday. Gorgeous weather. Yep, it's still, uh, what is it? I think tomorrow, no, today. Is it today or tomorrow? That is the last day of summer, first day of fall. I guess the last day of summer is the 21st. First day of fall is the 22nd. Is that right? I don't know. I should have looked that up before I went down that path. Today, H.G. Wells was born in 1866. We lost him in 1946 at the age of 79. You know H.G. Wells. He wrote The War of the Worlds, The Time Machine, all those great works, those great science fiction works. Leonard Cohen was born today in 2000, or excuse me, in 1934. He, we lost Leonard Cohen in uh, 2016 at 82 years old. Best known, of course, best known for his uh, song, Hallelujah. That's been sung and resung and redone and remade thousands and thousands of times. I love that song. I don't like Leonard Cohen's version of it, but Pentatonics, the uh, an acapella group, Pentatonics does an, an amazing version of Hallelujah. You should check it out. Go to stop this podcast. Go to YouTube right now. Come back, please, 
and look up pentatonics hallelujah man you may be changed for the rest of your life yep we lost leonard cohen at age 82 years old larry hagman from dallas he was also a major tony nelson in i dream of genie J.R. ewing in dallas of course died at 81 years old in 2012 but he was born today in 1931 stephen king is 76 years old today of course uh horror author natural uh supernatural fiction i guess you would call it is that would that be the best way to say it fantasy fiction uh good good stuff the shining all that creepy creepy stuff what's the one that lasted the stand there's he did stand by me the stand uh he did yeah he was he did stand by me yep he's 76 years old today happy birthday stephen king Jerry Bruckheimer was born today in 1943. He is 80 years old today. Fanny Flagg, actress from Fried Green Tomatoes. Uh, was it the most recent one? She's author, excuse me, author, uh, known for Fried Green Tomatoes at the Whistle Stop Cafe. I guess that's what the, uh, the movie and the show was based on, I'm assuming. Happy birthday, Fanny Flagg. You are 79 years old today. Bill Murray. Oh my gosh. Who doesn't appreciate Bill Murray? I like Bill Murray a lot. Met him one time out in uh, Los Angeles, California at the Super Bowl in 1993. Of course, Bill Murray from Saturday Night Live, Ghostbusters, Groundhog Day, Stripes, all those movies. Uh, my first Bill Murray movie was a movie called Meatballs. Just a hilarious, hilarious movie. Uh, Look up the song. We are the CIT. So pity us. <laughs> it's a great movie. I think that may have been his first feature film. Happy birthday, Bill Murray. You are 73 years old today. Ethan Cohen, actor, he, no, not, not actor. He is a filmmaker from the Cohen brothers. Excuse me. 66 years old today. Ricky Lake, uh, actress, um, talk show host. I guess you would say, uh, Ricky Lake born today in 1968. Happy birthday. Ricky Lake at 55 years old. Nicole Richie is 42 years old. Can you believe that? Nicole Richie is 42 years old today. One half of, oh gosh, what was the, the simple life or was that, what was the name of that show was with her and that other Paris Hilton. Wasn't Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton teamed up with that show. Can you believe that Nicole Richie is 42 years old today? Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Today in 1780, the American Revolutionary War, uh, Benedict Arnold gave the British the plans to West Point, revealing his plot to, to betray the Continental Army. And immediately after that, he made some hollandaise sauce and fixed everyone eggs. Today is International Day of Peace. Yeah, International Day of Peace. Can't fight that. Dedicated by the United Nations, strengthening the ideals of peace both within and among all nations and peoples. On a lighter note, it is National Pecan Cookie Day. Okay, here's the debate. Pecan or pecan? I'm a pecan guy. Pecan pie, pecan cookies. I eat pecans. Uh, I'm a pecan guy. There's lots of us out, lots of you out there that are pecan people. I'm a pecan guy, <laughs> and I do like pecan cookies. Really, really good. Uh, buttery flavor, crunchy pecans. I usually don't like nuts and sweets together, especially nuts and chocolate. Not a fan of like nuts with fudge or nuts and chocolate. Uh, not a fan. All those, those Hershey almond bars, uh, Hershey chocolate bars with almonds. Not a fan, not a fan, but I do like 
pecan cookies. They are very, very good. It's World Alzheimer's Day. I, it feels like that there are many of these days throughout the year that call, that is called Alzheimer's Day or something like that. And, uh, uh, you know, if you've listened to the show for a significant period of time, you know that Alzheimer's is near and dear to my heart. I guess you would say in a way my father passed from complications of Alzheimer's and his father had Alzheimer's. And I, I, I read about it a lot. I do everything I I possibly can to uh, live a lifestyle that will keep that kind of stuff away, but it's still, it's concerning. So anything that we can do to uh, defeat Alzheimer's, I am all for. And if World Alzheimer's Day, the day to raise awareness about Alzheimer's disease and the challenges it poses, if that helps, well, I'm all for World Alzheimer's Day. And it's Miniature Golf Day. Just a day to appreciate mini golf, right? Have you ever played miniature golf? You know, the big windmill, uh, you have to bank it off the boards. Uh, let's see. What, what are some of the others too? that the, sometimes they have like an, an alligator an alligator, uh, maze or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I like mini golf. We used to call it, what did we call it? Putt, putt golf or putt, putt may, maybe a brand and a type of, uh, miniature golf course. But I remember putt, putt golf, putt, putt for the fun of it was there their theme. But today is miniature golf day. Just, just a day to appreciate miniature golf. And we're going to do that today. Probably not go play it. Got a lot to do today, but we can think about miniature golf. Maybe. Yeah. Help somebody else cheer somebody else playing miniature golf. I don't know. Where am I going with that? Again, it's international day of peace, national pecan cookie day, world Alzheimer's day and miniature golf day. If any of these days are significant to you, I hope you celebrate in a way that brings you the joy and happiness that only pecan cookies can. And it is Thursday, the day for random questions. Like I said before, Thursday's the day that I set aside to that I set aside a portion of the show, the segment main segment of the show to ask questions at random of myself from the internet just to see where the conversation takes us, just to see what happens see what I can do off the top of my head and find out a little bit about myself. If you ask, if you ask these questions of yourself and you answer them uh, off the top of your head, improvisationally, you might find a little bit about yourself as well. So let's get right into it. If you could spend a day in the life of any historical figure, who would it be and why? So, would I be that person or would I just be hanging out with that person? So if you could spend a day in the life of any historical figure. So it seems to me that I'm, if I'm spending the day in the life of any historical figure, I am that person. Okay. You know, and when I think about historical figure, I think about a lot of people. I think about first person that comes to mind is Jesus Christ. I don't want to be in. I don't want to live a day in the life of Jesus Christ. That just seems sacrilegious to me. I would like to hang out with him, you know, ask him some questions, right? But I wouldn't want to be that person. And I think that's what this question is saying is asking, be that person. If you could spend the day in the life of any historical figure, who would it be and why? The first person that comes to mind, and I'm not sure why, but I became really interested in this person when I first visited Colonial Williamsburg. And there is a, uh, an actor or portrayal 
of Thomas Jefferson. And this guy did a fantastic job. And I asked him questions about, about the Revolutionary War. And I asked him questions about that time. And he stayed in character. And he was just there the whole time. And it was really, really neat. So Thomas Jefferson would probably be that person that comes to mind at first. I don't know why. There's a, well, Clay Jenkinson doesn't do the Thomas Jefferson hour anymore. He, he changed it to a different, to a different name. This podcast to a different name. Uh, but Clay Jenkinson used to do a great podcast called the Thomas Jefferson hour that I loved. Uh, he basically, he would portray Thomas Jefferson as well. Uh, they called him the radio Jefferson. He would portray Thomas Jefferson and uh, would answer questions as Thomas Jefferson. Just really cool. Just really cool. So Thomas Jefferson would probably be the historical figure that I would like to spend a day in the life of, if I'm saying that right. And why the second question is why I just love that period of time that, that these, these geniuses who I believe were uh, graced uh, uh, were put, put in that time by God for that time in that moment, these geniuses just came together and uh, formed this nation based on principles that have withstood, albeit we've had our issues, right? But have withstood hundreds of years now. And Thomas Jefferson was a main driver of that. Uh, really interesting guy. Uh, he wanted, he thought everybody should live an agrarian life. Uh, he kept slaves, but he was against slavery. One thing that he didn't do is he didn't take care of his money very well. He was in debt. I mean, completely in debt. I think once he sold his library uh, to, I think he sold his library to the Library of Congress, and that's what created. Yeah, I think he sold his library to Congress, and that's what created the Library of Congress. If I'm if I'm saying that right, uh, really interesting guy. I would I I would just want to know how he was thinking and what he was thinking, and uh, the the duplicity of slavery in his life, and writing the Declaration of Independence, and what was it like to be around Benjamin Franklin and John Adams and George Washington and all these great American historical figures. I just think Thomas Jefferson to spend the day in the life of Thomas Jefferson would be very, very cool. So there's my answer. If you could spend a day in the life of any historical figure, who would it be and why Thomas Jefferson? I might change my mind on that later, but for now, Thomas Jefferson, what's a hobby or skill you've always wanted to pick up, pick up, but never got around to. Singing. I've always wanted to take singing lessons. I'm not a very good singer. Uh, I think I actually tried to sing a song just a few minutes ago. I'm not a very good singer. I, I don't carry a tune very well. I'm just not. I, I'm just not. And I would love to, because there's a skill to singing. Some people do it naturally, right? Some people do it. It just comes, comes to them. They were born that way. But you can work on your singing. You can work on carrying a tune and breathing technique and ways to sound better, maybe not perfect, maybe not amazing, or maybe amazing if you work on it hard enough, but I would like to take singing lessons. That's a hobby that I really would, I would have wished, I wish I would have picked it up a long time ago, 
uh, but I didn't. Uh, I, I would have loved to have maybe sing in a garage band or uh, a little neighborhood band, something like that. I thought, I think that would be cool uh, to have that, have that in my history. I don't because that's kind of part of the question. What's a hobby or skill you've always wanted to pick up, but never got around to. I would like to take singing lessons. I think that would be cool. I want to go parachuting sometime. Never been parachuting. Uh, There's lots of things like that that I would like to do. But the first thing that comes to mind is for a hobby or skill, singing. I think it would be cool. Be a good singer. Not a great singer. Not an amazing singer. Probably not selling any platinum records, right? But to be a good singer, a decent singer, that would be cool. And I think you can learn that with time and effort and practice like everything else. So what's a hobby or skill you've always wanted to pick up, but never got around to singing. Would you rather have the ability to time travel or teleport anywhere in the world instantly? Hmm. There are benefits to both time travel. You could go back and change a lot of stuff, right? (laughs) Or you could go back with information that could uh, change the path of history, but would you really want to do that? Or would you maybe just go back and what was that movie that they went back? Was that back to the future? What movie was it that they went back with a, uh, uh, with a sports almanac that showed all the scores of past baseball games and so forth. And they bet all this money and won all, all this money. What, what show was that? Maybe that was, Maybe that was one of the back to the futures. I don't know, but that would be weird. That would be weird. I I, I think time travel, it sounds cool and it sounds neat. I'm, now I'm thinking about time travel in the past. What about time travel to the future? That would be cool. But teleporting, I, I don't know. Time travel. When I think about time travel to the future, I think that would be neat. Uh, just, I think too many weird things could happen when you travel in time. I think too many things could happen. Just let's, let's just live our life now in the moment right now here in this second, in this microsecond, in this millisecond, let's just live it right now. Not worry about time travel. So I'm going to pick teleporting because teleporting would be cool. Star Trek, (laughs) Star Trek version of teleporting. I think that would be awesome. Teleport anywhere in the world instantly. Just go there. Go to, go to Spain and have dinner, go to Alaska, go to the North pole, go anywhere, just teleport anywhere instantly. You could be there right now. If, if, if you're, if you're needed somewhere right now, you're there just instantly. That would be neat. That would be neat. Think about the things you could see in this world. Think about the things you could experience in the here and now, because you're not a time traveler because you chose teleporting. I'm not a time traveler because I chose teleporting, but in the here and now, Think about the things that you could experience if you could travel the world, teleport anywhere in the world instantly, instantly, anywhere. Where would you go? Hmm. I'd probably go. I don't like, I, I see, I, I'd see the North pole. I'd see the South pole. I'd see the ends of the earth. I'd go to China. I'd go to Japan. Uh, I would go to Australia and New Zealand right now. Stay a couple days, try the food, teleport to the next place. Uh, maybe go go there and hear a 
significant speech or a go see a significant event because I can get there right now. That would be cool. That would be cool. So would you rather have the ability to time travel or teleport anywhere in the world instantly? I'm going to pick teleport. Like I said, too many weird things could happen when you travel in time. What's the world's most memorable, the world's, what's the most memorable book or movie you've experienced and what made it so impactful? What's the most memorable book or movie? Well, I don't like this question because I, I'm, I'm just going to pick one. I'm going to pick, I'm going to, I'm going to pick a book because I don't know, book or movie. I, I just don't like that. I don't like the double choice there. So uh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll use that question if it pops up again and I'll, I'll pick movie because these questions pop up again every once in a while. So let's, let's, let's stick to this. What's the most memorable book you've experienced and what, it, what made it so impactful? Well, first of all, let's say this from the beginning, from the, from the start, the Bible, the Bible has had the most impact on my life than any other book I've ever read. All right. Setting that aside, setting that aside, I can think of a couple books, both in the personal development world. Um, one of them is by author Matthew Kelly, uh, called the rhythm of life. I think that's a fantastic book. It really, it really speaks to the, the human condition and what you can do about it on a really broad spectrum. He covers a lot of subjects. And interestingly enough, Matthew Kelly wrote this book when he was very young, uh, almost, almost prophetic, uh, he, he really touched on something with, with the rhythm of life. I love that book and I read it once every year, once every couple years, that's one of the books. Uh, then the most recent book that I've read that I think has been most impactful for me. And again, this is in the personal development field is atomic habits by James clear. If you can develop good habits in your life and if I'm gonna if I'm gonna pick right now between Rhythm of Life and Atomic Habits by James Clear, uh, I'm going to pick Atomic Habits. Uh, a couple years back, a few years back, I probably would have picked the Rhythm of Life, but I'm gonna pick Atomic Habits Habits by James Clear. If you can establish good habits in your life, in the way that James Clear outlines in his book, uh, there's also a really good book called Tiny Habits by B.J. Fogg that follows the same premise. But I think Atomic Habits is written better. When you establish good habits in your life, it is almost like magic. The things that you accomplish, the things that you can make happen habitually every day. Uh, it's all like it's almost miraculous. It's almost miraculous. I really recommend Atomic Habits by James Clear because what he does is he teaches you how to take how to take a, a an outcome that you want and at the atomic level and not atomic level, literally, but he uses atomic habits just because it's very, very small, very small activity with triggers and cues, uh, that when, once you establish these habits, it's almost like magic, how things happen. You just, you do it. Now it's not easy. It's simple, but it's not easy. But once you develop really good habits and really good routines in your life, wow makes a huge difference, a huge difference. So what's the most memorable book you've experienced and what made it so impactful? Uh, first, of course, the Bible, 
That's the most significant book in my life. And then uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear with a very close runner-up of Rhythm of Life by Matthew Kelly. And the final question, if you could have a conversation with any physical, oh, this is almost like the other one. If you could have a conversation with any fictional character, who would it be and what would you ask them? Any fictional character. I don't know why, but two come to mind. Maybe it's because I just recently watched a movie. Uh, I didn't re- I, I didn't recently watch the second movie, but I did recently watch Batman. So if I think about a fictional character, uh, if I could have a conversation with any fictional character, fictional character, who would it be? And what would I ask them? Uh, Batman, maybe? Hmm. Samwise? Samwise from Lord of the Rings? That would be cool. I'm going, you know what? I'm going to pick Samwise from Lord of the Rings. That sounds like a good answer. Samwise Gamshi from Lord of the Rings. Because I want to ask him, how did it feel to be the hero of this, of this epic tale, right? Because you, Samwise, were the true hero. And you acted in humility and you acted uh, doing, wanting to do nothing but help Frodo and to help him with his quest. But in my eyes, you, Samwise, were the true were the true hero of the whole Lord of the Rings tale. So I would want to ask you, how does that feel? What was driving you to help Frodo so much? Why didn't you give up? Uh, we can we can infer a lot of the things, a lot of things from the movie. Love for Samwise, uh, wanting to do right, all these things. But why? Why Samwise? What drove you to? to push Frodo, to watch over Frodo, to save Frodo, to carry Frodo on your back up the mountain. What drove you to to do this, to be the hero of this movie? Because I do believe that Samwise was the hero of Lord of the Rings. You might might disagree with me, and I I understand, and maybe we can have that conversation. But if if I could have a conversation with any fictional character, who would it be, and what would I ask them? I'd want to have a talk with Sam Wisegamshi from Lord of the Rings. That would be amazing. Just to understand everything he went through, what his mindset was as he as he helped Frodo, why did he want to help Frodo so badly? Uh, how did he keep going himself? How did he overcome the emotions of um, Gollum? The emotions of knowing Gollum was evil and nobody would believe him, especially his best friend. How did he overcome those emotions? Uh, what drove him? That would be the conversation that I had with Samwise Gamshi. Well, let's, let's wrap it up right there. How did you answer these questions? I would love to know. Send me an email, joe at the simple joe.com or text me 513-399-6468. Joe at the simple joe.com or text me at 513-399-6468. If you want a quick reminder, if you could spend the day in the life of any historical figure, who would it be and why? What, what's a hobby or skill you've always wanted to pick up, but never got around to? Would you rather have the ability to time travel or teleport anywhere in the world instantly? What's the most memorable book you've experienced and what, what made it so impactful? And if you could have a conversation with any fictional character, who would it be? And what would you ask them? Send me an email, joe at the simple joe.com or text me 513-399-6468. If you just want to give me your thoughts on the show, I would love to hear from you. If you just want to say hi, that would be awesome. 
puts gas in my tank. If you like listening to the show, will you do me a favor? Will you share it with your friends on social media? Use the hashtag simple. Joe is my friend. Simple. Joe is my friend. Cause we are, we're pals. We come here periodically and have this, have this conversation. And I love, I love it when you show up and I love it when I show up for, uh, for this time together. So use the hashtag simple. Joe is my friend. Share it, share it on Facebook or Twitter or wherever you want to share it. Just use the hashtag simple. Joe is my friend. And remember memories are better than stuff. It's Thursday kind of winding, winding up or winding down for the weekend. When you make plans this weekend, make plans to spend time with people who love you and the people who you love. Uh, you don't need stuff. They need your time. They need your attention. They need you to do something epic with them. It may seem small now, but years from now, when they look back, this may be a, a, a moment in time that they remember because memories are better than stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you later. Have a great day. Take care.